Welcome to Boardroom Roundup, a weekly news roundup where I bring you the Dow headlines from the week. Plus, on this week's edition, we highlight a governance proposal from Bankless Dow. I'm your host, Juan Esquivel. It's August 5th, 2022. Now on to our stories. Go is greenlit. Aave continues pushing through its Go stablecoin plans with no signs of stopping. The community passed the first of three proposals needed to launch Go. The proposal had no trouble passing with an overwhelming 99.9% yay vote. The DAO will next look to vote on a Genesis parameters proposal for Go sometime next week, with an AIP on-chain vote to follow if successful. Dragonfly leads Debt DAO raise. Debt DAO announces a $3.6 million seed raise from Dragonfly Capital, GSR, and other investors. The DAO self-describes itself as the pipe for crypto and the one-stop shop for crypto native credit. Debt DAO previously facilitated the first DeFi debt financing round for Redacted, the meta governance protocol. Budgeting season at Gitcoin DAO. It's budget season for DAOs, including Gitcoin. The six workstreams at Gitcoin DAO have begun drafting their budget proposals for season 15 these workstreams include DAOOps, Moonshot Collective, Gitcoin Product Collective, Public Goods Funding, Fraud Detection and Defense, and Memes, Merch, and Marketing. The proposals look to fund the different teams over the course of the next 90 days. Look for amendments, approval, and ratification to follow. Governance House and Llama team up. The two governance teams make it official. Governance House and Llama are merging core teams to form a governance super team. The teams have stewarded and worked closely with numerous protocols and DAOs such as Aave, Uniswap, DYDX, TribeDAO, just to name a few. The team specializes in protocol engineering, treasury allocations, and analytics, and will look to help further shape their partner protocols. Interest Protocol prepares for launch. The DeFi protocol inches closer to full launch with an update from GFX Labs, the team behind the new protocol. The update outlines the protocol's upcoming IPT token sale, capped collateral token functions, and its usage of optimistic governance for its governance process. The protocol looks to be the first fractional reserve banking protocol on Ethereum that pays interest to all depositors. On this week's proposal highlight, we highlight the proposal titled Bankless DAO, Season 5 Specification, a proposal from Bankless DAO. If you're a Bankless token holder, you can find and vote on the proposal and similar proposals over at boardroom.io forward slash Bankless. Bankless DAO, Season 5 Specification aims to plan the structure, funding, and timeline for the upcoming season at Bankless DAO. Today, I'm joined by Rowan, member of the transition team and co-author of the proposal. Rowan is here to help further explain the proposal, what it aims to achieve, and its potential. Welcome to the show, Rowan. Thanks. It's great to, great to be here. At a high level, can you break down what is being proposed? Yeah, sure. So I think I'll start with um, kind of some, some background. And uh, part of Bankless Dow's current governance structure involves seasons. So these are iterative roughly 13-week periods of operation that are guided by a seasonal specification document. And that's that's what this proposal is about. So for some context, 
On August 8th, Bankosdal will enter Season 5, and our Season 5 specification is currently up on Snapshot. In terms of what's being proposed, uh, I'll start with a general description of the specification document and then provide some examples of what's included in the Season 5 spec. So in short, uh, seasonal spec is an integral document. It aligns seasonal planning uh, for the DAO and essentially codifies our path forward over the next 13-week period with respect to things like funding, priorities, and initiatives. Uh, some of the content of the seasonal spec is fairly static. You know, things like guild and project funding, the role and the function of the grants committee, for example, and contributor compensation. Uh, the content of the spec is driven by the interests of the community. So when it comes to drafting, we'll look at hot topics on Discord in the forums over the past season and how we might incorporate some proposed changes or alleviate points of friction uh, in the function of the DAO. So some examples of recent, recent additions to the spec are uh, accountability measures for funding. So that's like, you know, if a, a guild or project gets funding, uh, how do we know that? it's actually going to be successful. So there's this is about risk mitigation because ultimately we don't have a whole bunch of, um, you know, tokens just to distrib distribute uh, sort of ad hoc. Uh, another one is changes to the way the DAO uses Coordinate uh, for distribution of contributor compensation. Implementing seasonal automatic guild funding is another one. This will, vote was very, very close. Um, most proposed changes pass with the good majority voting in favor, uh, but a lot of people would rather not have guilds automatically receive funding. Um, we can go into this one more if you want. Um, and then the last one, for example, would be uh, granting the governance solutions engineers the ability to modify or replace the seasonal spec mid-season. This last piece is a reference to uh, implementation of a document that would serve as sort of a constitution for the DAO and would likely replace the seasonal specification document. Uh, and why why is this being proposed and, and what does it mainly hope to accomplish? So in terms of the seasonal spec as a like you know, it contains all of those things that I that I mentioned, the static pieces as well as some of the more uh, recent pieces. but it 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 essentially serves to guide our efforts over the next season. It creates a formal foundation for some of the bigger changes that we'll see. Um, and you know, I think the uh, it hopes to accomplish some, some, I would say, like uniform uniformity or um, unity across the DAO on you know on some of these proposed changes. So, you know, like I mentioned, the guild funding, automatic guild funding piece, that wasn't a huge majority vote. So there's going to be a lot of discussion about how that's implemented. But because it's included in the seasonal specification. And if that passes, then it's, you know, we, we have to move forward with that somehow. And, and what does the proposal passing mean for the DAO going forward? What it means is essentially, you know, uh, for season five, for example, over the next 13 weeks, if it's, if it passes, then we are, it defines what we're working on at a, at a high level. You know, I think um, we intentionally leave the specifics out of the seasonal specification unless they're absolutely necessary. So things like numbers are typically not included. And I say numbers uh, with respect to compensation, unless it's for the grants committee. So there are certain, certain aspects that need to be codified that way. Uh, but we like to keep it as general as possible so that 
we set the parameters and then the community can decide how best to implement it. Uh, we set, you know, we, we set those um, initial conditions and then we see how it plays out. So it's kind of like, I don't know, for those who are familiar, it's like uh, creating a policy. It's not legislation, it's more policy. And then the interpretation of that is is up to the people, you know, administering it or, or playing it out sort of in real life, as so to speak. Thanks for joining us, Rowan. Awesome. Thanks for having me. And that's this week's Roundup. I'm Juan Escavel for Boardroom. <laughs>